0: Hi everyone. Welcome to episode 12 of the Melanin Rhapsody podcast. This is Nastasha. This is Jay. This is Keita. And Carissa. We have a good episode for you guys. So first of all, I want to start this podcast off by saying rest in peace to Cicely Tyson. It just got reported to the news that she has passed away at the age of 96. She's a legendary actress. She's won Emmys. And it's just sad because I remember seeing her... In a lot of movies. And I know she just recently celebrated making it to 96. So it's definitely sad. Okay, the Versus recap. What did you guys think about it? Ashanti versus
1: Keisha Cole. Well, I didn't watch the recap. And I think we stopped it. Like, stopped watching it halfway through and went to sleep. But I think I was over it by the time they even started. It's like the anticipation of it just... I was done. I didn't even want to watch it no more. But I'm all... I'm team Keisha, so...
2: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it was like... They took forever. They did take forever. Mm-hmm. I feel like... It just was... It wasn't... Like, the energy... I thought it was going to be a lot more better as far as energy-wise. Especially when everybody became, like, on one page. As far as their songs and rehearsing. That Not rehearsing, but singing their songs. I do give it to Ashanti cuz she was she was killing her songs like you could legit hear her over the music singing her songs as opposed to Keisha who only wanted to sing certain segments mm-hmm. of her songs. I mean that's what I noticed when we were watching it for the little bit of clips that we did. Yeah. But absolutely. um you know I kind of expected more from Keisha but realistically like were we really were we really expecting more from Keisha from that verses?
0: Mm. I still think she has better hits than Ashanti. I think what like like drew me away from it. They were late getting on, and then they took that dang on break, and then I was done after that. Yeah, yeah,
2: but I mean, I don't know. They both they both had some good. They both had some good songs.
0: They do. They did. I just feel Mm -hmm. like it was two different eras. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: it was two different different
0: type of pair.
2: I feel like everybody's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And stuff is different. So, like your passion of with singing, your heartbreak and getting your your lyrics, mm-hmm. and your feelings out is. If everybody takes it in differently. Yeah. 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 I miss the
3: verses, but I think just historically with their songs, they're just com- two completely
1: different moods. Like mm-hmm. I never
3: want to listen to the two of them together. Really, it's like either I'm feeling like Keisha or I'm feeling like a Shanti. Like. Yeah. Right. yeah. I agree. Who would
0: you want to see in our future verses?
1: I don't know, I think we was talking about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I love Chris Brown's songs and I don't know who I will put against him in the verses.
0: I feel like there's no one that can touch him in a versus like this in For a great same no, in the same era as him. <laughs> vocally, no. Chris Brown is not the best singer, like he's a good entertainer. Mm-hmm. But vocally, there's better male artists out there than him. But as far as like catalog history, Mm-hmm. Name someone that have had have had many hits as him. that's from his same era time frame. Name someone. There is mm-hmm. no one. They were trying to put Justin R and B. Yeah, R and B. What about Bieber?
3: Justin Bieber uh, and Chris, like Chris Brown. Oh, we're talking hits. Or are we talking talent?
0: Hits. hits.
4: Yeah.
3: What?
0: No. Hits. Justin Bieber and Chris Brown. Or up talking- hold up Okay. Let right. let's <laughs> do, let's do the so facts sad. check <laughs> you see my face but, I, don't, I mean I'm a believer I'm a believer I'm a Bieber I like I like Justin Bieber and I mean I've been rocking with him since he was younger which probably sounds crazy because he's way much younger than me but I don't know I like he him.
2: came in young young in the he too though
0: and I liked his music because the girls liked it and yeah. yeah he has some good songs but cannot compare oh. him with no Chris Brown yeah <laughs> pop R&B it's just two different it's different genres like his stuff hits different so who would you put up against like Omarion Omarion would probably be honestly probably Trey songs
2: hmm. or Mario hmm. Mario probably, or I'd probably or Sammy. listen to I would probably rather listen to, like, a Mario and Sammy versus, or, like, a... I wouldn't put Trey songs in that, though. No. Trey has had some hits now. I'd rather hear, like, a Trey and Chris Brown, and, like, a Mario and a Sammy.
0: Okay, well, what mm-hmm. about Omarion, though? Omarion? Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. I don't know. Omarion and... Who would I want to hear Omarion. Well, Omarion has really altered throughout throughout his years. He of has. Yeah, he really has. So it was like, it's hard to really touch on what type of. It has to be an all around genre person to yeah, put towards yeah. Omarion. But then again, what are we going for? Are we going through, like, towards era? I mean, uh, hit for hits? Mm hmm. Are going towards yeah era like which era that they came from? So I guess like, is it, I think it it would depend.
0: Okay, so Justin Timberlake and Usher because this has been going on over the internet for like the past couple of days. What do you think about that? I don't think that's a good versus. I don't. Uh, I don't know. And I love me. So I'm JT, and I love Usher too. I, but yeah,
1: me too.
0: Once again, two different types. You know what I mean.
1: I don't know that, I mean, I, I don't even know anybody that could go maybe, against
0: Usher. Maybe. But Are you talking about hits?
3: A man that can go against Usher? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So this is Justin Bieber, thirty-eight weeks at number <clears> one. <throat> this is Chris Brown, two weeks at number
0: one. Okay, but think about it. It maybe,
1: maybe we it might be say, that baby song.
0: Maybe we shouldn't say hits then. Maybe we should just say overall songs released in, like, co- content or something.
4: Because
0: think I know, you said yeah, his, like Bieber right, no, Bieber. but Bieber. Uh, Usher's been out since Bieber. he was younger. He has way more years mm-hmm. in than Justin Bieber.
3: And Bieber still probably has
0: almost as many hits as him. Or are we talking about Chris Brown? I'm sorry. Look, <laughs> I, I haven't even been drinking <laughs> that long. I'm already mixing it up. Chris, Chris, Chris talking right? Justin Bieber <laughs> has not been around as long as Chris Brown. That might not be true. Chris Brown came out first, and then Bieber, right? I think
3: it was around the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because so at one
0: point like... I think they did a future together, mm-hmm. and then early on. I America feel like Chris you. has released more songs than Justin. You mean Chris,
1: Bieber? Chris,
2: Chris, has Justin Bieber. Bieber. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> you said Justin. I automatically think of Justin Timberlake. Justin Bieber. <laughs>
2: oh we all fucked up on artisting because i just definitely just say who chris like you see he's talking about chris brown like
0: terrible and we haven't even started drinking yet terrible mm,
1: mm, mm.
2: it's a snow day so it's just like we're, we chilling tonight it's not so don't be so serious mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but if we're talking about verses, just while we get these fact checks a little bit, like, would, like how did y'all feel about the T-Pain versus Lil Jon? Like, would y'all have put T-Pain up against Never. somebody different? Or would you watch
0: it? But, I didn't watch no, it. Either. I wouldn't have.
2: That's what... Yeah, that was mm-hmm. one of the verses. Like, mm. I kind of watched a little bit of it, but not so much of it either. Um... Who else did verses? Because I think I,
1: the only verses I really watched was the Erica Badu and Joe Scott Monica and Brandy, and those were like the only ones I wanted to watch. I
2: don't know, they had Beanie Man versus Bounty I watched Last Night and um, was Snoop Dogg versus DMX. Was Snoop that
1: versus DMX? Was that a
2: real battle?
1: I think so.
0: I can't remember, I didn't watch that one, but I think it was. I wanted to see the um,
1: Jeezy and Gucci Mane.
0: I watched <laughs> that one, I forgot about that one. I they watched really it. did, though. Yeah, I watched that. Um, it was heated, but it was it was good. I'm sorry. I'm I'm Team Jeezy. I am too.
1: I have not watch none of the verses, so <laughs> <laughs> Danger Jay.
0: <Jen>. Dang. <laughs> Did y'all watch that Gladys
2: Knight versus Patty Labelle? I watched that, that one awesome. and I
0: really enjoyed it. They both were singing. Queens, yeah, like. they're like the the old the grandmas or the aunties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were good. But so, you said that Chris Brown and Justin Bieber, right? So as far as the verses, yeah. Um, Where you right right now? So I, was, I was thinking about it. You me. were going by. You were going
3: hard for it, but no, no. I was just okay. saying that Bieber would win if we was talking hits for hits. Mm, no,
4: <laughs>
0: I beg to I'm differ. Just... <laughs>
3: okay. Now I don't see like those big name people down there like. Like, like who? Like I love to put Beyonce in the ring with somebody who, Jay Hud,
0: Ariana Grande. Like there's some really yeah they are some. Well Ariana Grande is the bomb. I love yeah, I her. She even be a- had multiple hits and mm-hmm. success.
3: But I'd like to see her with somebody who just has like a really great voice. So mm-hmm. up against Beyonce, y'all hey, already know how I feel about her. But she might step up. To the <laughs> the, she might step up to the plate <laughs> there. I don't think she can sing. I'd I'd watch it
2: though I'd watch it just just depending they really have to be kind of choosy who they put against Mm -hmm. her though like the same like you gotta think of the same energy but again what like she has it abroad of Mm -hmm. type of song Mm -hmm. so it was like you have to match her with somebody who's gonna be abroad Mm -hmm. with their songs too you Mm -hmm. can't just put her you can't put Beyonce up to like a
3: we could do, like, a new school, old school thing. Because there's nobody yeah. who's been around yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So like, right. Nobody can stand to that. But that like, a Rihanna
0: mean, and Beyonce? That would be dope. That would be Yeah, different. that would be a good one. Yeah. yeah. I know. uh to team, I'm, Riri. Yeah. All day. <laughs> what about All Britney day. Spears or Christina Aguilera? I'm team Christina. I'm team Christina, too. So if we're talking hits, yeah. or we're talking
3: talent, <laughs> like...
0: Well, if you're talking about talent, it's definitely going to go to Christina. Because her voice is this? amazing. Definitely. Britney is a, just an entertainer. Her voice is not cute, <laughs> but she's. A, I loved her. I don't even
2: think that she'd be able to like be up there. Her voice is not functioning so
0: correctly. <laughs>
3: oh, but like I think she's been doing better lately, from what I've heard though. Like she was trying to get her mm.
0: stuff back. I don't know. Some of them videos she be posting on her IG be looking kind of s- sketchy, like she's in a bad state to me. Cause she was hypersexualized as a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah, this mm. is very true. Yeah, that is very, very true. Yeah,
2: that's true.
0: In sync, mm. Backstreet Boys. In sync all that. Definitely, definitely. Yes. I like Battery Boys. Don't get me wrong, but tearing like tearing up my heart you. <laughs> <laughs> You know what
3: verses I'd like to see actually, if I think about it? Like, I don't know for the second person, but Jamie Foxx in there or somebody. Oh, oh yeah. He'll be
0: sleeping on Jamie and do not give him his oh credit where it's due. Yeah. That, that man can sing. He might be one
3: of, he might be the most vocally talented man in the business right now. Yes. And I can't think, Brian, no, no, I'm not talking about Brian McKnight. Um, Who? Yeah, Brian McKnight, that's what I'm thinking. Of. And his mm-hmm. son, both of them, are really talented voices, but
0: who is I don't think they sing. Oh, all his sons can sing.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. And
0: fine, too. Hoo-hoo. And Wanye, um, Wanye from Boys to Men, all his children, all seven yeah. of them, I believe, can sing. Mm-hmm. 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 They sing like
2: the all the time. Need. I gotta do a fact check. Okay. This. Five <laughs> boys and two girls. Yeah, look at some stuff. Follow
0: them on Instagram. Wanmore. Uh, them children can sing. Oh, wow. Wait, can
3: y'all think of anybody else? Another man who is vocally close to Jamie Vox. Like even close, mm.
0: Maxwell.
1: Those are like mm. two different sounds. Yeah, um, I feel like that smooth. R&D. I was, I would mm. I would say, mm. say Tyrese,
0: but oh, Jamie
1: Foxx is kind of that's
0: another one. Tyrese, yes, Tyrese can blow. He not like Jamie, but not like but
1: Jamie. Jamie, but yeah, he mm. like he would probably me. be the only one that I can think what of that? that I would mm? even consider putting yeah. with Jamie. I don't a, know why he's not bigger than him. He's Rose. fine, and he can yeah. act, and he can sing like
0: chocolate. Oh. Yeah, Jamie can. I be <laughs> listening to some of his slow songs. He'll sing my panties right off. Yeah. So
3: who could we put in with Jamie Foxx for like a, a baby making type of verses? Tank.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Tank. Yes, Lord. Oh. No. What? I don't know about that one. What?
2: Tank. Tate got mm-hmm. some good songs. He sure do got some good yes, songs. honey. I was thinking Trey. <laughs> Trey songs too. Yeah. He can't yes. say like
3: Jamie, but his songs. But his, yeah, songs his songs be put
2: <laughs> you in, <laughs> in the mood. Put you right like in the
0: mood. I'm about to come out my room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to his album the other day. Yes.
3: Woo. Nobody would make it through the verses. be no. like a challenge. it would be one of those TikTok challenges. See how long you can make it through the verses with your okay.
1: I'm like, come on, we need an intermission real quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Stimulus checks. What should you do with them, or what did you do with yours if you got one? What do you think people should have done with them? Mine
3: sit in the bank waiting for me to have to pay my taxes. To make sure that.
0: In <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> okay. Mine is in my savings account. Uh,
2: yeah. Mine is in savings. Savings. Some of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not some, all of it. Some of it went in the savings. Some of it in my check in. Some, some, some of them, you know. We <laughs> 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 had to have some, some fun, you know. Just a little bit, a little shopping. It was more so as kids, though. Yeah. It wasn't more so on me. I wish, but <laughs> no. Nah, that's what the savings is for. Ooh. Yeah. That, that come up, that's going to come from that. That investment right there. Mm-hmm. I
0: did take some of it and get our LLC for the Melonor Rhapsody podcast. So, whoop, whoop for that. Hey, Ooh. cheers.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but other than that, yes. Some is in saving, some is in my check in. And yeah, I'm going to take some of it and enjoy myself with it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Not at all. There's, just don't go blow it all in one spot. Okay. <laughs> COVID shots. What do you think about them? Are but, you getting it?
1: No. Not hell to the no <sighs> not right now be, anyway I'm eventually have to get it because mm. she's gonna be a zombie do, but you know I'm gonna be a badass zombie you know that's what
2: I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I just you know you, you keep seeing all these articles that keep coming out and like I just passed something on an article where they say oh breast milk is helping COVID-19 and it's like Oh, you got these people who are getting the vaccines mm-hmm. willingly, willingly, and I say willingly as far as job wise. And then mm-hmm. you have the people that's outside of that that's still kind of willingly to do it. I mean, and then you like, I don't. Know, it's crazy because they try to do a fact checked on it, and then you it's hard to do it is, that. Uh,
1: it's like I feel like the whole thing with the vaccine, the idea of the vaccine is a good idea but the thing that's kind of got me a little leery is that you know they say that the vaccine is supposed to be a derivative of the virus and the virus continues to mutate and you get it and people have all these signs and symptoms and then they're like oh well this person got a headache or this person is feeling dizzy or nauseous and you're gonna have side effects because your body is trying to fight off whatever it is that they put in your system.
2: Yeah, and then they're saying, oh, the vaccine is gonna—it's supposed to carry spread to other people. And I was like, one way or another, it's, it's spreading, right? So, mm-hmm. like, the idea is to for your body to develop the antibodies to fight it off,
1: if and when you get it, because at the rate that it's going, we're all gonna eventually end up getting it at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So. Your body just needs to know, okay, this is what it is. This is how I fight it. So you're not up on a ventilator or it's not as severe. Because there are some cases where it's not as severe as other people. Mm -hmm. But your body just needs to know and recognize, okay, this is what it is. And this is how I fight it and just fight it off. But I just feel like it's not enough information out or it's too much misinformation out about the whole thing and I'm like okay well I need to make sure if I get this then this won't affect my family at all because my husband works where he works and I don't want that to affect him and then the people he work around and then I have two kids I don't want this to affect my kids as well like I'm gonna have to get it so there's no ifs ands and buts about it I yeah. just need to realize be prepared that when I do get it, I'm going to have to isolate myself from my family until it my body works through whatever it's going to work through. I heard that the second dose, too, is
0: like hitting people worse than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, to each his own, I will get it eventually. I just don't want to be one of the first ones to get it. But I have someone that I know, their niece's grandmother had it last Monday, the first dose. She died on a Wednesday. She had it Monday, she died Wednesday. Was fine until she got that first dose. So it's just real... It makes me looking like what the heck happened if she was fine until she took that first
1: dose. Now, a lot yeah. of time, I think a lot of the people that after they get it, it's the symptoms of getting it. that's. If they die, that's what's killing them, not the actual shot. It's them trying to get over their symptoms
2: and it's so crazy because i hate to compare but i was watching this crazy ass movie Mm -hmm. earlier and (laughs) for real i was watching this crazy ass no 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 it was like some like some random ass shit Uh on netflix right that i came just came across and like you know there are people living underground because they got the zombies on top and they're trying to figure out an antidote Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. to be able to form bodies to be able to live back on top of the ground Now, they can go outside. They're just in hazardous suits. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, you get what I'm saying? I feel like that's kind of like, it's crazy to think about it Mm -hmm. in that light. But like, how far off crazy am I to really think, hey, with all these vaccines that we're getting, all the shit that's coming up and popping Mm -hmm. up out of nowhere, different strands. Now, people are getting the shots and they're dying on the first or second dose. You get what I'm saying? That now I just feel like, like. Hold the fuck up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If I'm going to turn into a zombie, just let me turn into a fucking zombie. I don't want no shot to turn me into a zombie, bitch. Let me do it naturally. Like, (laughs) don't give me no shot to, like, boost my shit and then boom, I'm dead and then I'm up up a zombie and shit. Like, I don't want it. I mean, it was crazy to think that way, but go ahead. Sorry.
0: Oh, no, you're fine. (laughs) And then I also know two people that got the first dose and then still got dang on COVID. So it's like, hello which I know that it takes your body a while to build up immunity once you got the shot, but it's just freaking crazy to me. Mm-hmm. My mom is actually gonna get it in April. She asked me the other day, she was like, are you getting it? I said, hell no, not right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not It's not gonna stop
1: you from getting it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I swear, I really think like... Yeah,
0: eventually everyone's gonna get it's it. It's probably gonna be 3% yeah. of the pop- world's population that, that won't get it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the question that makes me wonder. I was thinking this to myself yesterday. Uh, is there a way that a person can be, like, have immunity not be able to catch it? Be immune to it? Um, it makes okay. you wonder, like, certain stuff, certain diseases, like, is somebody's body type or blood type or whatever can stop them from catching it? Mm. Or something in their body, make up saying. their genetics?
2: Yeah. Ooh, I always okay. wonder
0: stuff like that.
1: <laughs> I don't know anything about science. Me either. I mean, gonna, me I either. Like, but it makes you wonder, right? You ever like, think about oh, stuff like that? I, I love, love to let like look at some DNA that look like that. Yeah. Just to like this person is
2: I immune to this love
0: stuff
2: <laughs> they, it makes you wonder I'm Saying like you know how you be watching movies and shit yeah. and yeah. they show like a like, dna strand of this shit yep. being mutated and shit yep. like yeah. that's, that's what i picture every time i get a fucking vaccine or yep. some shit like mm. bitch my dna is just in there like rewiring yeah. and shit doing some crazy shit exactly don't yep. leave it to me because i'm gonna t- i'm gonna explain <laughs> <I'm a display laughs> some strange shit you be like what <laughs> evidence based
1: off of this movie I watched on Netflix. Let me say, I put this
2: movie and this movie together and boom, this is right. what I got for that. Mm-mm, they mix these two vaccinations on Louisville, bitch. Do you think that COVID
0: and quarantine or the, just pan- the pandemic in general caused a lot of relationships to end or do you think those relationships were already in jeopardy before quarantine hit and maybe that was just like the straw that broke the camel's back? That's why I think happened.
3: Mm-hmm. Like they were already, already on already edge. Already weren't in a good place, but it was easy to avoid each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when
3: you couldn't avoid them anymore, it was like, oh crap! I don't like you anymore. Either
0: we
2: got, <laughs> right, either we about to shake mm-hmm. this shit out, or it was just, it called just it in. Yeah, call it them. in.
0: I feel like when you're in isolation like that, everything just comes to head and there's really no way you can avoid the conflict really, yeah. unless you're going to talk it out. So I think that's why, look I mean, look at divorce, everybody, all these people divorced mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. this time. It's crazy.
3: The other side of it too is like people are experiencing the worst of, like, you know, you marry for better or worse. And during a pandemic, you see the worst of people, like people who lost their job and can't support their families for the first time. Like that changes your personality a little bit, you know, you don't So people got to really see the other side of their partner. So I think that probably affected people, too. Like, I thought I married this person, Mm -hmm. but now you're, you know.
0: Not what you thought. That's
4: true.
0: Moving on to a different subject, relationships. More relationships, but a little bit deeper in. What are three qualities that you look for in a partner versus someone you're just screwing just fucking. Like,
4: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Carissa to be no non-filter. <laughs> I think
3: for me it's intelligence, humor. Not that like I would screw you if you were really dumb, but like. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds bad when I say it like
4: that. Like yeah, but oh, I know what you if mean. At are just like...
3: fucking you like I mean that's smart. But
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> At least that's some common sense and shit like.
0: Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness <laughs> <laughs> wait what so you went oh no I mean that's kind of real though for real like
3: if you're just hooking up and hanging out then like you don't gotta check every box oh lord you just gotta check the boxes that matter here but like if I'm trying to take you home to my mom it's like okay the standards go up a little bit
0: yeah
2: you guys don't think so Yeah. So did you... know. <laughs> what did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Cause let me tell you, you know, there be some dumb motherfuckers out there. They got all the sense in the world, but they ain't got no common sense, or they got other shit and ain't got the common sense. So you know, you got to kind of pick a choose. Book smart, but not street smart. No, street smart, but not book smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta be careful with oh the combination that you're bringing. Oh, Lord, Lord. What? That's what? <laughs> <laughs> That's some real shit. come I on now. I can't be like, I don't want to be bringing some guy home to have a whole grown ass conversation with my dad, and he can't, this nigga can't hold not a whole, <laughs> whole conversation. Like, then I'm going to be sitting there looking like, uh, <laughs> then I'm going to be looking at, dumb. <laughs> I can so, okay. looking at me like, uh. What
0: are your qualities that you look for? At least, well, well you, um, name three. Name three. If
2: you, if you, <laughs> honestly, no, I like honesty, personality, because I feel like I'm pretty, I'm pretty well rounded when it comes to myself. <laughs> you are, and um, I would, I, my, my, I mean, everybody wants trust as their, their top three,
4: mm.
2: so personality, trust, and honesty be my top. Personality is kind of a big umbrella. It is. It is.
3: And, well, if you had to limit it down to one aspect?
2: See why y'all doing that to me? I gave y'all two top good ones. Y'all could have let the other one pass. You know what I mean? <laughs> not, not so to narrow it down. I'm going to come back around. Because <laughs> it is a big umbrella though. Mm-hmm. It is something to kind of really think about as far as when you come to somebody's personality mm-hmm. yeah that's true
3: for me I think it's like you gotta be funny like mm-hmm. I gotta be able to laugh at and with you mm-hmm. um intelligence like we were saying earlier like I really like that's the sexiest thing in the world where you're just really smart and you teach me something I'm like oh, okay like. yeah
4: okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. right thank you like but
3: that and then the last one I don't know how to say it, but like, integrity or loyalty, mm-hmm. like, that is a lot. So. Yeah. That's true. I think
2: those
1: would be my three. Or, I guess mm-hmm. I think four. Sorry. <laughs> Let me see. Because I've been married for a nice little minute, but the qualities that I looked for in my husband was, like, selflessness. Like, I can't stand someone that's just, like, all about them. Um, another is confidence. Confidence, to me, is so sexy oh my gosh it is so sexy and I would say intelligence too like even when I was younger when I had my little boyfriends like <laughs> in high school what that report card looking like because I, really, I can't be with nobody that's dumb I need you to be smarter than me so you can mm-hmm. teach me something because I love to learn mm-hmm. so if you can't teach me nothing you can't talk to me like we don't have anything
2: to talk about Hallelujah. yeah that is very true <laughs>
0: yeah hmm For me, I would say family and goal-oriented. I like a family man. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I come with a package. I mean, they have their own father, of course, but my kids are included. So I like someone who has that same family-oriented, likes to be around family, stuff like that. I look for that. I like someone who um, is trustworthy. And then I also like someone that can hold an intellectual conversation, like deep, thought-provoking conversations where we can just talk for ends about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big
3: one too. Like, I can't stand dry conversation. Like, Me it doesn't either. matter how smart you are. Like, if we're sitting here just breathing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or if I ask you something and you're like not chatty about it then I'm instantly turned off like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can sit at home and talk to myself for all this yeah, like, for, real, <laughs> for real for real for <laughs> real.
2: or matter of fact let me
3: Marco pull a mustache because her conversation <laughs> is like I love talking to myself okay
2: <laughs> girl I've been talking to myself all <laughs> goddamn damn <too>. bitch you No, full blown conversation <laughs> don't be judging me
3: though or well, people who um, talk so much where you're like I can't like you've talked for 10 minutes and Mm -hmm. haven't asked me anything yet or even verified that I'm following your conversation because
2: I'm I I done checked out I (laughs) guarantee if y'all ass was talking for 10 minutes and you ain't asked me shit I checked out at five minutes okay I've been gone I've been gone I probably heard the first five and then I started doing some other (laughs) shit talking (laughs) my damn self in my head again oh for real Mm. Mm. but yeah i would That's go i would go family oriented too yeah they mm-hmm. do come with a package it's mm-hmm. it's big it's especially big for at in this time because of the age of my children right yeah. now so um uh, being well-rounded in that aspect too is very important it's important regardless because my kids aren't going anywhere
0: exactly i want my man to accept my children and you know Treat them well. Just like they would treat me. Mm-hmm. Dating your friend's ex. Or dating your ex's friends. Have any of you. Had a friend to date your ex. Or have you ever dated
1: your ex's friend. Um, I had a friend. Who. Dated her. Ex-husband's. Best friend. Oh, no. Seriously dated or like hooked oh, up? Oh, they're still together right now. Oh, um, wow. And she was friends with the wife as well. So. Were they having an affair though? or did it happen? After? It happened afterwards. So the situation was um, her husband, like he wasn't a good husband. That doesn't. Matter in the situation, but he wasn't a good husband. He got locked up or whatever, and he was her husband at the time. Was kind of like, oh well, if you need anything, go to him, and always calling him like, hey, check on her, blah 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 blah. So when she first told me about it, I was like, ooh, bitch, what you, huh? You did what? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you know. But I kind of, I was like, Mm-mm, mm. I was like, I'm gonna call you back. I need to think about this. I can't talk to you right now, <laughs> For me, um, I wouldn't do... Not my husband's best friend or my ex-husband. But like I, That's just a like... In my head, that's a line I will never cross. I will never date anybody that my friend... Any of my friends or anybody that I'm associated with. If I know that they are interested in somebody else, that person automatically becomes off-limits to me. Like, that's a line I don't cross. <laughs> but, um yeah that that and then now like when i like i went to visit her and she was like oh well you know how about you come over and we chill out and i was like eh, no <laughs> i was like that's just gonna be weird for me because then my husband is still friends with her ex-husband and i don't know my husband looked at me like oh so you knew this was going down like I no i'm not trying to get in that that's too messy for me that does make it messy i don't me. do messiness yeah. i don't do drama
2: I'm like, girl, no,
0: I'll catch you when you by yourself, girl. I love you though. <laughs> From a distance, though. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so I never dated a friend's ex, but I did mess around with one of my ex's friends, but at the time. That friendship kind of went down the drain with him and the my ex. So I did not feel guilty about mm-hmm. doing it. Well, I take that back. Okay, so I was still cool with my ex. And he asked me one day, he was like, do you and so-and-so have a thing for each other? And I was like, oh, we're just cool, you know, booby vibe or whatever. He was like, are you sure? And I was like, this was way years after the fact, after we broke up. So me and the friend ended up hooking up. And I mean I did like I said I didn't feel guilty about it because uh that ex and I had been done for years and him and the ex were not even close like that anymore. And it was the bomb sex that I ever had like And me and this guy we're still friends to this day or whatever, so I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. I didn't You're feel guilty about it. But I think that's different since they're like yeah, they weren't friends like that anymore. Now, definitely. if they were still cool, cool, like that, like close, then heck no, I
1: wouldn't have done that. And I, I, mean, I it, it, it softens the blow a little bit. But like, they we're to still me, because now it's
3: like I'm thinking like even if I'm not cool with them anymore, I'm still thinking like like okay. if I find out about it, I'm like okay, so the whole time she was with me.
1: Yeah, you was. I She wanted huh? my friend mm-hmm. like. Okay,
0: well, let me tell you this. I told, <laughs> I told the ex before it happened, we were hanging out one day, just friendly. I was like, how would you feel if me and so-and-so were to hook up? Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't care. He was like, I, you and I, are, you know, we've been broken up for years. I don't own you. You don't own, own me. We don't owe each other anything. And he was like, and if it was going to be anybody out of that friend group, I'm glad that it was him because he was the best guy out of that friend group and I would prefer you to be with him to anyone else that's what he told me that's weird it is very weird (laughs) super weird right but and I'm not even gonna lie the very first time that we were about to do it he was like the guy was like I feel real guilty about this because of so-and-so and I was like don't feel guilty. I said, he said he didn't care. He was like, you told him? I said, yeah, I told him. And he was like, oh my god. But you ain't You was trying to get the dick, right? No, girl. That's a whole nother story. I was a nervous wreck that night. Like, I had to take two double shots because it's different when you're hooking up with a random versus somebody that you've known for years. So, but, yeah. That's another story. <laughs> Love at first sight or lust? Do you believe in love at first sight or do you think it's lust at first sight?
3: Mm. I feel I'm kind of torn on this a little bit. Because while I'm not enough of a romantic to be like, oh, I fell in love right away. I feel like when I look at somebody, there's a difference between like, good Lord, you're fine as fuck. And Mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to talk to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's still the same thing. You still look good. So Mm -hmm. there's lust involved. But, like...
2: I still want to fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't But there's a difference, though. <laughs> there there different is, different like, oh, there, is like, there is. But that lust in me, when I be like, you know, goddamn, like...
3: are <laughs> hard, different man. too, though. Ugh. And how well, do you approach it differently, too, though? Because yes. if you see someone and it's just lust, you're just like, yeah, what's up? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Versus, like, the butterflies and, like, the, you know... Yeah. Scooch closer type thing. The mm-hmm. um, real it. personal.
2: How are you? Because I would like to know how you are. In bed. But I like you though. I'm so to see what's If up? I really, really
1: like you,
3: <laughs> let me show you how much. <laughs> that part.
0: Have you ever lusted for someone like super hard? Oh yeah, Baltimore. <laughs> oh shit shit. Sorry. But you don't call him by this. He gonna know you call him now? Yes. Ah, shit.
1: Okay,
2: (laughs) I gotta erase this. Edit.
1: It doesn't matter. He's fine. Okay. And (laughs) same. And
2: um, damn. Uh, um, Have I? I have. have. Not even all that. And it's never the
3: person I expect to be going crazy over, you know what I mean? Definitely.
0: Same here. Because Mm. all off guard... Yeah, it'd be messing with your head. I don't like it. I feel like with my current girlfriend, I was like that too. You
3: remember how I was like instantly mm-hmm. like
0: sprung. <laughs> yeah, you were like like yeah. day one conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So day one conversation was that love or lust? <laughs> oh, she put you on the spot. Damn. Like my, because when you say love or lust, she listens first too. night. I'm thinking, like, um, how could you, like, at first sight, like, without talking to the person at all, I automatically think lust. Because how do you even know that you love somebody just by looking at them? But I feel like once you start talking to them and getting to know them, then it can be, like, love at first conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: I mean, I I I don't think
1: it's, like, real
3: life love, but there's a different, there's, like, a, you are somebody I could be with mm-hmm. like and to me that's like you can see yourself with them. yeah like and then if that ends up being your person you're like oh see I knew from the start that mm-hmm. you were not just mm-hmm. a pretty pretty face or like a washboard abs you know what I mean like yeah well, I know ooh. my husband
1: he was it was
3: lust at first sight you yeah. know it like, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, well if you think about it like that though it's always I mean you're always gonna be attracted mm-hmm. immediately like and
1: I, I was like mm-hmm. so in that way, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I said. I was like, "Oh, we're fine." Like, mm hmm, on that. And then after we talk for a I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "Oh no, he's gonna be mine, like for real."
3: <laughs> this, that can happen too. It can start with lust, and then when you wake up in the morning next to him, you're like, "Okay, now it's love." Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you didn't have to do me like that, though. Like, <laughs> speaking of that, when do you know
1: when you're in love? Mmm I think because like when I was so young like so so young so for me like when I realized that I was in love with him I thought I was losing my mind because I never wanted to be, I was never the one that went like, okay, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to do this. I was the complete opposite. Like, I don't want to get married. I ain't trying to be tied down. I don't want no kids. None of that. But it was like, um, after me and him was talking, um, the house next door to us caught on fire and it was so close to where our house was like seconds from catching that flame and he came he was banging on the door and he was telling us like y'all need to get out the house next door is on fire y'all house is about to catch fire and me being when i sleep and i'm like i wake up i'm not awake i'm still like in dream state so he said that and i just closed the door and then (laughs) lay back like lay back down and then it hit me like oh shit so i jumped up and i you know called my parents and whatever and told them we all get out the house and the way that he was kind of like trying to make sure I was alright and catering to me and everything and I was just that made me look at him completely different like Mm -hmm. like I think I love you a little bit like like okay and then after that it was just like we were inseparable after that that's so cute
3: right I'm like
2: bitch I got nowhere near that type of damn story (laughs) that was cute as fuck (laughs) made me a weird tear-up and shit. Like, does somebody care for me like that?
3: You can't go first to stories like that. Right, know. right. <laughs> no, no, I you should be like, nah, when y'all go first because this right here is some
2: shit in a dream. <laughs> I think she's right there. I think that it's like that. She should have made me forget the question. What was the question? <laughs> when do you know when you're in love? Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> like, yeah. That moment when you guys stop being so self- selfish and start mm-hmm. being like, you know, like, putting each other's needs, like, you know, not necessarily ahead of
1: your own, but, like, considering them along with your own. Yeah. Like, that's a big sign.
3: Yeah.
1: And then Grant, he was the only, like, the only guy that I've ever been with that told me no. And that was, like, the biggest turn-on
2: ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It can be over the smallest thing. Like, can you give me a bag of chips? No. Like, damn, that was sexy as fuck. (laughs) You
2: You sure I can't have that bag? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Shit.
0: Have you um, ever been started dating someone new, and they were like doing all the right things, but you were so scared to accept them doing all those nice things because of the shit you didn't dealt with in the past that you kind of pushed them away? Ooh. And this is just a this random question. Out. This was not next on the topic. It just came to my mind.
2: Um. I'd say yes, I did have maybe, maybe one. And the only reason why I was still hesitant to do that, because it would, it kind of felt like a repeating pattern to a prior, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So it was a repeated, the steps were kind of repeated as far as how to get me and kind of how to reel me in and how to like, how I started to allow, it takes a lot to be for me to be vulnerable. So once I started kind of getting up there and I started realizing patterns, hmm, that's when I was kind of like, nah, like I'm good because I know, I knew how it was about to turn out mm-hmm. because it was a repeated pattern. Mm-hmm. So that's when I chose like, oh, this is, this is nice. Things are going well, but then I'm still realizing other little stuff in between that was significant to me that kind of, that I ignored prior. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have. That's deep.
3: I definitely have done that.
0: Yeah.
3: Because it's like, I feel like once you've gotten your heart broken so many times, it's like, it's hard to even like believe sometimes that like there's another way for it to end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I feel like I've been on that side of things. Like, oh man, like I've done this whole meet the person, fall in love, uh, dream of a life together and then have it all snatched away yeah um because i dated one guy for six years and then another person for four years so it was like my entire 20s was just built up and then right mm-hmm. down so i feel like for me it was like oh this so the first time i saw a red flag i was like nope gotta go run and run the opposite direction because you know yeah you don't end yeah. up in that situation again instead of communicating and being grown up <laughs>
0: Yeah, for me, there was a guy that I dated like, after my separation. And he was a great guy. He was good with my children. My youngest daughter was not even one year, barely one year old when we started dating. And the oldest was four, about to turn four. And he was great. But I was so scarred by what my ex-husband did that I was real nasty to him. And for no reason. Honestly, looking back, He was doing everything right, Mm
2: -hmm. but
0: I was just so traumatized by what my Mm ex-husband did that I couldn't even give him a standing, a fighting chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I definitely have pushed people away, and I have been called the queen of curve before, because <laughs> guys would be trying to flirt with me, and, and I would be like, no. Well, I'm just trying to let you know you're beautiful, and that I'm interested. I'm like, no, no.
4: <laughs>
0: And now I've been came, I've been come along and been giving these fools chances, but they be cutting up. But I mean, my current one, he's he's doing good so far. No, <laughs> even though he's about to go um away for a couple of months, but we're still doing good. Oh Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, long distance relationships.
3: It's a no for me. I spent way too many t- uh, way too much time in long distance relationships, and there, for me, I'm not doing that sacrifice anymore. Like, either if you going, I'm going. Like, we just have to be somewhere together because I can't. What if it.
0: it's just a temporary long distance? how temporary though like my current boo he's about to leave for three to six months
3: see i feel like that okay three to six months i can hold out but if it was more than six months then we got to figure something out yeah because mm-hmm. that's a long time
5: yeah and even
3: if it's six months like before you leave here we're gonna go ahead and buy the plane tickets for I me mean, to come at least twice like <laughs> i'm coming to visit it's Rona. <laughs>
1: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm risking it all for you, baby. Like, <laughs> shoot fly Delta then, cause they they don't have them. They don't have people in the middle seats.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. On a regular, normal relationship, no, I couldn't do it. But like in this situation, I told him I was like, I know it's still early on, but I'll be here when you get back. I'm not going anywhere. So hopefully it still works out (laughs) but yeah he's going to either japan or hawaii so yeah keep it like yeah like six months like i can deal with six months we have so much so many ways of communicating and being able to talk and see each other Mm -hmm. so i'm not even i'm not even really worried about it yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. my
3: ex-fiance and i were long distance and it was like for me the worst part of it is having a okay this sounds really selfish but like at the end of a bad day, when you have a person... It's different if you don't have a person, like, but if you have a person, the only thing you want to do at the end of a bad day is, mm-hmm. like, get a hug or, you know, like, have some type of physical proximity to them, at least for me. Mm-hmm. So so bad being, like, yeah, we can talk on the phone, like, video chat, but, like, it's not the same as coming home to, like, a hug mm-hmm. from the person that you're investing in after a crap day. Like, That's true. It was mm-hmm. just, you know, and then I wasn't even like, okay, like I get to see you tomorrow at least, or you know, it was like mm-hmm. we were both working. We gotta yeah. plan around what works.
0: Yeah. What are your takes on give, giving or taking in a relationship and it being reciprocated? So <laughs> not, and I'm not talking about sexually, I'm talking about yeah. in general. <laughs> She, like, started giggling. I'm talking about in, talking about in, I in, about in general.
3: I was just laughing because you asked the question. And we all were just kind of like, hmm. Like.
0: <laughs> so, when you're putting something into a relationship, you want it to be reciprocated. You want that person to give back to you, right? Correct. So. Mm-hmm.
3: I just get caught up on this when people expect you to be 50-50.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like. I've, yeah, you're definitely giving and taking, but there's going to be points, like, if you're in a real relationship and, and in it for the long haul, I feel like there's going to be points when your partner has nothing to get. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. leave them now because now they're not able to give to you? No, like, you pour into them. I'm say, not well, talking about financing,
0: not financially, though. No, no, I, no, I get no. that,
3: but I'm just saying that, like, when people reach, like, yeah. you know I mean, there's days when you just don't have any emotional mm-hmm. capacity to give to somebody, and maybe you go through, like, a rough patch, like yeah now because they can't give to you then you're like okay i gotta go because you're not giving to me
1: yeah. like
3: or even if you live a lifetime where one person's giving 70 and one person's giving 30 like it doesn't have to be
1: 50 50 to me
2: yeah
1: no. i don't think it has to be 50 50 i think as long as y'all communicating your other person knows like okay i know you're expecting this for me but right now i can't give it to you just like
2: i think that was one of my faults Yeah, like not communicating that I didn't have it in me. See, I was I was pushing away. Mm -hmm. See, I'm I'm that type to get into my emotions. Mm -hmm. So wrapped up in my emotions that I do kind of become engulfed in myself, Mm -hmm. and I push people away. That's trying to be there to kind of level me out, or just to be there to comfort, Mm -hmm. and I take it as somebody like well you know kind of with a sh- with a mm. knife in my shield like but sometimes just kinda... that's
3: like a protective thing too because you know there's some days where like I'm having a bad day and like like I remember when I was teaching with you Nastasha I'd be having a bad day and so like you would be like hey are you okay and I'd be like yeah I'm fine and then like don't ask me again because then I'm gonna start crying right I, mm-hmm. I can't cry right now so mm-hmm. like
2: when I say I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> and I leave, leave it her alone. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. but don't fucking ask me again. Because mm-hmm. either I'm gonna spaz or I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be breakdown crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really only gonna be one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's more of those things where if I was pushing and pushing and pushing, and then to that point to where I don't want to talk about it now.
5: Yeah. I don't
2: want to tell you what was wrong. I rather mm-hmm. just kind of mm-hmm. and take take it mm-hmm. for myself, and then to put it onto somebody else. hmm So I didn't mean to interrupt you. No,
3: you're good. I do think that's unfair though. When you're in a relationship, to do it. I do it too. Don't get yeah, me wrong, yeah. Yeah. but it is totally unfair for your person to be trying to be there for you, and mm-hmm. you're just like.
2: But I'm glad uh, that I'm able to like sit back and acknowledge right. it and say like, "Hey, like I can't allow myself to do this
4: mm-hmm.
2: further." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm able to kind of like mm-hmm. more so be more conscious conscious of me behaving that way
3: -hmm. it also goes back to you and me talking about being hermits too Mm -hmm.
0: because
3: when we're going through something the first thing to do is like walls up yeah yeah but do you
0: tell somebody that you're going through something because my whole issue with that too is i go through shit too i have days where i don't want to be bothered Mm -hmm. i don't want to text i don't want to talk on the phone don't call me (laughs) but i will vocalize that and tell people look i'm going through some shit right now I'm not being mean. I just don't feel like being bothered. I would tell people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the difference with me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people get mad with that. I'm like,
2: well, at least I didn't go ghost on you. I'm telling you that See, I don't want to be
3: bothered. You're just a go ghost. Right. <laughs> like, I gotta
2: now I got to deal with your shit. fucking emotions. Like, exactly. Now I got to deal with my shit and, and your shit? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: No. <laughs> I'm like...
2: Damned hmm.
4: if
3: I do, damned if I don't. Yeah, right. basically, I'd rather ask for forgiveness later.
0: You see, that's a girl, you know, i will be a snap on that. <laughs> I'm like, tell me you're going through some shit and I won't bother you. <laughs> it is bad. I did try, like,
3: the older I've gotten and the more I've gotten cussed off for doing it, that I do have, like, a handful of friends that I'll be like, look, just so you know, I'm disappearing for however long, like, don't be worried. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I've told you that once mm-hmm. or twice, and I'm like, I have friends from, like, different areas of my life that I'll fill into that way. It's like, if anyone's looking for me, then... You'll probably know about it and be able yeah. to calm their fears, you know, but when yeah. it's
0: time to go in the holiday it's time to go like yeah. I can't When do you think it's okay to ask for money when you're dating someone? This is for me, I don't like asking nobody for nothing Facts. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. very independent, so it's hard for me to ask anyone. Not even just in a relationship with a, like a significant other. I don't even like asking parents or nothing for mm-hmm. nothing. I'm like very, I don't know. I just feel like that makes me look weak, which I know that sounds crazy, mm-hmm.
1: but I don't like. Yeah. I don't like asking for help. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's one of my big problems too. Like, and I think part of it has to do with when I was, I I was under ten, and my grandma always told me if somebody had it in their heart to give it to you, they they would. And I think that stuck with me forever. Like, I will not ask anybody for anything. Like, if I'm in need of something, if you're not offering, then I'm like, all right, well, I'll just figure it out myself. I'll figure out how to do this, or I'll figure out how to do that. Like, no, I, I won't ask. And my family, like, they know I won't ask, but if they know that I'm going through something, they'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to send you this, or I'm going to do this for you. Be like, no, don't worry about it. I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. And when I send you this, Use it for you. Because I have kids and mm-hmm. I always... like If I they send me money for Christmas or birthday or gifts or whatever, they already know I'm giving it to the kids. Or I'm buying something for I the kids. The or I put it in the savings for the kids. And they're like, no. If they don't say specifically say, do not spend this mm-hmm. on anybody but yourself, it's going on somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm, even being married, like I don't ask my husband for anything. And he's like, well, um it was... I think I needed to get books and I had to take out a student loan and I did not want to take out a student loan. He was like, why didn't you just ask me for the money? And I was like, well, I don't want to ask you for the money. I figured it out myself. He's like, well, you do understand, like, this isn't my money. This is our Mm -hmm. money. He was like, you could have just swiped for it. And I'm like, "Eh, I'll be all right. I'll just pay the loan back. And then he's like, "Why are you fucking doing that? Like, stop fucking doing that." He's like, "You're not. You're not going through life by yourself." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yes, sir. <laughs> okay." I agree with your husband. I man. hear you. Like, but it's it's hard. It's hard yeah. to accept. For me, it's hard to accept stuff from other people. But I will give everything I got to mm-hmm. everybody. Not everybody, but I'm like <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> she like, that's is why very I can, giving i don't like when we do gifts or secret Santa or whatever when we i can't stay in budget like i'll say like oh this is cute let me get this oh let me get that oh let me get this
0: she's definitely like that because even <laughs> since she's been here every time i turn around she's giving i'm like stop so <laughs> like, you didn't have to do that i wanted not want it to i'm like no <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: like if i especially if i see like people that are like I love selfless people Mm -hmm. I am very given to selfless people but if I see somebody that's like not even trying I'm one of those people you need to at least try to do for yourself before Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. willingly give to you because then you're not you're expecting something from people I don't like that
4: Mm -hmm.
3: but if
1: you're not expecting anything oh I'll give you everything yeah that's true Yeah, that's how with kids too like Mm -hmm. (laughs) me too yeah, my kids don't ask for nothing. My kids ask for two things for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Just two. And each thing was under $100. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll get y'all this, but then we'll just give you money. And you can go do this and do that with it or whatever. Or like, y'all do know y'all can go to on Amazon. Like, oh, can mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> Then they're like very price conscious. So my son was like, Well, this costs too much. Or mm-hmm. I was like, How do you know it costs? Like, <laughs> it's $20. $20 is not a lot of money. So I'm like, But I don't want to spend all of you all money. And I'm like, You're not, this is your budget. Mm-hmm. So we teach them budgeting. So I'm like, This is your budget. This is what you have to spend. And he will spend half of that. And he's like, Well, can you put the rest of it in mm-hmm. my savings? I sure can. <laughs> I definitely know that
0: feeling. I'm, I do the generic brand stuff sometimes. Know? Most times. Crystal, you have anything to add about that? When it's okay have to ask for money when dating?
2: Because mm, I don't like to ask. No, you're like me. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I really well, don't. Like the, like, I don't.
0: I don't. I don't. Well, you nope.
2: don't like to ask. My dad. Is there a my dad. That's
3: who I will ask. go to. Okay, so while none of, all of us agree we don't like to ask. But mm-hmm. is there a certain point in a
2: relationship where it's then okay to ask? I just never got to that point into my relationship. <laughs> me to, either. okay to ask to be... I mean, to be completely honest yeah. with you. But like, it, okay, so The I'll only time it. that... And, and it wasn't... It was a choice, but it wasn't a choice. But when I was getting um, bigger with my last pregnancy mm-hmm. and I was not working, I mean, I still wasn't asking because I always make sure that I have a cushion up under me. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? Like, I was taken care of. And if I... It would only be, like, stuff that we needed, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need some money to go grocery shopping. You got to mm-hmm. say, be, even though I had my own money, that's, like, the only... Yeah. That was the only thing that I was, like, really asking for when I had to ask for mm-hmm. something.
4: Yeah. Other
2: than that, it was kind of like, here, here's this. This is going to cover so-and-so. Or yeah. do what you want with this. Mm-hmm. Or here's money for girl's day. Go treat yourself. Like, it was more so those type of transactions. Mm-hmm. It was never, like... Oh, can you please help me pay this bill? Or like yeah, I really mm-hmm. need help with this. Like it hasn't been to the I haven't personally been in mm-hmm. a position to me be either. like that. My last
0: ex, uh the ex-fiance, he was like, um, if you want money to get your hair done, all you have to do, you know, I'll give it to you. You can get your hair done, your nails done, whenever you want. I was like, I'm good. Do it myself. Mm-hmm. I'm good. He was like, but I want to pay for it. I was like, I'm good. And you know what's crazy? My dad had an issue with that. He was like, if the man's telling you that he'll pay for it, why won't you allow him to? I said, because I'm good and don't need him to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to do that. I don't care about stuff like that. No, you're tripping. I'm super... <laughs> I'm not. Go- <laughs> about to sit and have pay somebody to do my hair when I can do it myself. That's a waste of I'm money. I'm not saying take his
3: money the time, but like if he wanted to treat you once and again, like, yeah. see, I'm I would, I would take like it if you um, offer. Yeah, you keep offering it. It's not like you were like, hey, baby, can you pay me But I'm not going to go
0: get my hair done, now. I can do my own hair.
3: But, again, it would be different if you asked him. But, like, he's offering for mm-hmm. you to not have to do it yourself. Like, go get it done. It's a waste of money.
1: Yeah, no. see, that's different And then it could be for I'm him, too. I turned nothing but my coffee, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it. But I won't ask. But if you offer, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm taking it. Why? To me, that could be the same type of gift,
3: though, of when he, like, buys you lingerie. Like, it's for, for you, you. but it's really That's for different. Him. I'll take
1: Lingerie.
0: That's what
3: I'm saying though. Like he's him saying that go get your hair done could be for him too. Like he wants you to come mm. home feeling sexy. He wanted me like, to you
0: know, get a ding on a relaxer. Really? I wasn't gonna do that. And then too, why well, am I gonna go pay somebody a hundred something dollars when I can do my own shit for twenty bucks? But it feels different. Don't
3: lie. Like if I sit at home and my mom, I'm like okay, it's fine. But like we can go get it done at the salon. You walk out feeling like.
0: <laughs> mm, when's the last
3: time I went to the salon? But that's the point. does the stop damn <laughs> try again that's my point <laughs> like,
2: it is a different feeling it yeah. is but and I it's just... the
3: same things like lingerie though because like it's really for him like imagine when you come out the salon and you are feeling like the baddest bitch out and you, you come home really... feeling all sexy and stuff you're on know, that little lingerie he bought you and then like, he gets you know i don't know i'm just little body and I need it. It and i'm super low maintenance but it's not about you like, it's a get, you know what
0: I'm saying? Do y'all understand? I, I, get, I get what you're I saying, but uh-huh. I was not about to get no relaxer for this fool. I wouldn't get the relaxer. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was natural. Absolutely not. But I still went to the salon, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just wash my hair. <laughs> I would fall asleep with somebody washing my hair. For mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. i wash my own shit.
0: <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm stubborn. Oh, really? I'm super
3: stubborn sorry that would annoy me though dating you like I'd be super annoyed I'm like I'm giving
0: something to you I'll like, take the money but I'm not going to do what you want want me to do with it I'm going to no. put it somewhere no I'll definitely go I'll go get my hair done girl I have not been to a salon since like 2011 and that was his gift to you I don't
2: give <laughs> a damn Shit, I need to go to a salon <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: give a damn i don't care about stuff like that i haven't gone and got but a pedicure it's not for you. i understand that but i have not gone and got my toes done since 2017 i haven't got my nails done since 2018 these are wait wait y'all she's been doing her own nails wait let's yeah oh no, yeah okay.
2: let's put the disclaimer yeah, and, and they're first, cute right? too <laughs> yeah
0: my toes are now stay done by me <laughs> i know i'm i know i'm a hot mess y'all but i'm just keeping it real i'm very low maintenance you should be happy shit you don't have to sit there and blow your books
3: but i feel like they love that you're low maintenance but
0: every once in a while they want to spoil their baby like so spoil me with something else go buy me my like and see that's another thing i don't care about purses and stuff like that either i'm super weird go buy me i don't know what do i like <laughs> I like di- I like eating food. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a romantic dinner or go take me on a cruise dinner or something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 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 weird. <laughs> I am. It shouldn't. Deuce me should be happy with that. At least I'm not going to a hundred dollars on no damn bag or shoes.
4: Mm.
3: I feel like that's a good thing. It's mm-hmm. just nice to sometimes be like, you don't ever do this, so
0: let me do this for you. <laughs>
1: Just saying.
0: I mean, I would probably let them treat me to a pedicure, but that's it. I cannot. Okay. (laughs) Not even a
1: massage?
0: (laughs) I've never had a massage. I done had gift cards and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. I just I don't like people touching out me. For real! I I
1: don't want one. I want
3: one. The one time I was so hyped because I was like, I'm, I was like 27 under the Medicare Republic, and I was like, I'm gonna get me a massage. And the person I went with, like, he went off, um, four-wheeler or something that day. And I was like, I don't go 4 wheel. I'm going to get me a massage and have, like, my own little girl's day. I'm tired of you anyway. We've been together too long, like, <laughs> on this little trip. And I was so hyped to go. And I went and I checked in and I didn't have my card and I couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I found it. But then it, when I swiped it, uh, PNC had turned my stuff off. <gasps> For being out of the country. And I was like, I told them oh, I was over the country. Oh, my gosh. And then, like I said, the person I went with was gone. So, I couldn't even, like, sock cards out. So, I just missed my massage. And I was really sad.
1: That's, oh. Yeah, I've never had one. i a never massage want Every you. single week. Like, mm-hmm. when, the first time I had a massage, it was when they were I'm doing, jealous. like, these packages for um, the military spouses who, mm-hmm. spouses were, like, on deployment and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, I'll go get one. So I went and got one. Girl, I was in there like two, twice a week. Really? Because it was free. Like, I was Should getting two massages week. It was so, it felt so, so good. Like, my body felt so relaxed. Like, you feel rejuvenated and everything. Like, it, girl, massages are the best thing. If I can get nothing but a massage every week, mm-hmm. I would definitely do that. Massage.
2: We need to get massages. Maybe mm. one day, but like I said, don't I, leave me out. Wait a minute. i to go.
0: Could you be with someone who made less money than you? I could. Like I said, as long as you provide the necessary means, I really that really doesn't bother me. As long as you're able to take care of yourself. Yeah. As long as you're able to take care of yourself, and you're not no boom dude. And you're still doing what you got to do then we're good i don't care about stuff like that now however a lot some men can't handle their woman making more
2: than them Mm -hmm. that's true too that is true
1: Mm -hmm. Mm yeah my husband made less than me i'll be fine with that like he's getting ready to retire so i told him i was like if you don't want to work and you just want to chill out for a minute i'll be your sugar mama right Mm. that's right
0: when the sex is bomb but the person's not good for your soul Mm. What do you do? Pray.
2: Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well. Fuck them a few times, still. You know. <laughs> then get your life together. You know, it's well, just, the sex
3: like, is that good. Sometimes it, it can become like addictive. It right? is. Mm-hmm. It it
2: it's not. You, it's not the person that you're addicted to because then it kind of. Once somebody enters your body, that's a spiritual. Soul ties. I wouldn't more say so. Say a soul tie because we can go into deeper into that, but that'll be for a different, different uh conversation. But you know, what I mean, like you, they are releasing some kind of spiritual in you as you're intertwining yourselves. So I can see how it can very more so be addicting as far as that because sometimes it's not even be the person you just like. You like the person that you are when you guys are in that Mm -hmm. uh uh, position or what if it's an intimate setting more so what if it's
0: bomb like every time and they like set the tone and just do all this shit and it's just you can't get over it
2: what do you do? But it's like that. do you cut the person off completely <laughs> do you, hey look when you it's like that you gotta on. look at what else is going on around you
0: that's true too what
2: what else is happening you know that person is not good but the sex is bomb what else is happening around your life then
0: what if y'all done had deep conversations and there's a connection there
2: so why is that person not for you then <sighs> what if it's complicated but what makes it complicated
0: Different <laughs> stuff.
2: It's different, different things. Feelings. It's just different feelings. So, diff- like, he feels differently than you do.
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think when the, when the person doesn't, but there's they just can't. They don't want
1: to admit it to themselves. Yeah. Right? To the other person.
2: That's when you gotta watch yourself. Then. So you gotta walk away. You yeah, that, that, yeah. That's that's a situation when. When everything else is just so fucking bomb, but it's complicated for that next person to kind of admit it or to kind of come to terms with certain stuff, that's something that you don't even want to continue to let your sacred self be with. Yeah. Because eventually that's going to kind of, it kind of catches up to your...
3: I've been in that situation and I've had friends in that situation. And I'm always gonna be the friend that's like, nah, go cold turkey, cut them off, they gotta go. But when I'm in that situation, I understand that when my friends are saying the same thing to me, mm-hmm. it's like,
1: I mean, I will, but it's like, not <laughs> one. one more,
0: one more time, you know. Like, she got a lot of nerve because there's, I've been in this situation, and she was all like, yeah, do it one
3: more time. You like, know? Yeah, until until we figured out that it was bad for your soul, and then I was like, mm-mm, just like that last person, that was bad for your soul. <laughs> And I was like, you were rooting for him too, though. Until he, until I wasn't. (laughs) That is a real thing, though. Until I was, not I know that's right. He was good, and then he won't.
0: Yeah.
2: And sometimes it is just flip a flip a fucking (laughs)
0: switch, No. And when they stop serving you, it's time to go. Yeah. What if it's what if it's a friend? Do you cut the friendship off completely, or you stay remain friends with that person? And I'm talking about. 10 plus years of a friendship. It
3: depends on where your feelings are at. Because there's people that I've been like that with where I'm like, we can be friends and I will never touch you again. Then there's people where I'm like, every time I see you, I'm going to want to take your clothes off. So I'm going to need at least a break. It's usually probably just a break at least, but like, we're going to take some time away from this and then maybe we can be friends. Yeah. And I'm friends with most of my exes, but we took that break. Like, (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm.
0: That's true to switch up the topic some do you guys have any phobias relationship phobias just phobias in general clowns snakes
3: yeah I don't mess with worms or snakes (laughs) flying cockroaches (laughs) oh my god
2: (laughs) I'm not itching though, Let but. me tell you. Oh my God. No, we ain't even gonna, we ain't even gonna story tell. Pops. I'm gonna tell you. My armpits is fucking sweaty off of flying cockroaches. Oh my
4: God. Oh my God.
2: gosh. <clears throat> if I if I was to think that I had a phobia, it would be of them little motherfuckers. They're not little. First of all, they fucking
3: they're
2: fucking not little. They're huge. <laughs> they fucking big, okay? I don't fuck with them. They're <laughs> huge.
0: Nope. Hmm. No. And I feel like water bugs are just might as well be
1: cockroaches. They are hungry. cockroaches. They're they're, they're, they're in the same family, right? Up north, a water bug is it's those little roly poly things that you touch and go to a ball. Those are water bugs. That's what we call water bugs. No,
2: we call them roly polies.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do too.
2: What y'all
1: call uh, water bugs? Those that's a fucking giant ass African cockroach on steroids. <laughs> that is not a damn water bug. I agree, because I moved out here they are like, oh,
3: water bugs. I was like, what? Like that's not a water bug. That is a
1: cockroach.
3: Holy that's been God. in the gym.
1: <laughs> Faithfully. Mm-hmm. Like uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
3: people just say water bugs to make it sound nicer. Nah, uh-huh. fuck
4: that. <laughs>
1: right, first time they I heard somebody call that thing a water bug. We it's were in Florida. Lunch. And that thing started flying and hissing. And I was like, water bugs don't do that. I was like,
2: Water water bugs do that.
1: I was like, "Uh uh-uh. I was like, first of all, water bugs like water. We in a house. It's dry as hell in here. Like, "Uh uh-uh. I was like, that's a cockroach. Like you don't see them antennas? Six winged water bugs that antennas? <laughs> you don't need antennas to find water. Like yeah. what are you doing? Uh uh-uh. uh, girl, no. I enough. can't stand them things, and I don't like possums. Possum creep. They're ugly. Out.
0: They, yeah, they're not. Ooh, those
1: are some horrible looking animals. I don't like rodents in general. to Me either. Right? I'm
0: not terrified
1: of rodents, but I just don't. I am. Yeah. Girl, if I see something that looks like a rat tail, I'm leaving.
2: You never had a hamster.
1: Girl, no. I'm scared of the thing upstairs. Don't you be
0: calling her a thing. She's a
1: guinea pig.
5: Girl, she is
0: so
1: sweet. I've seen it move and like everything in me like just a shook. She is so sweet and cute. I don't like growlings at all. Oh my gosh. It's a guinea pig. Girl, even when she be feeding it, I be peeking around the corner just looking and then it start moving. like, <laughs> uh-uh. I do not like rodents. <laughs> I, I remember when we were staying here and I seen like a dead rat in the middle of the street, like soon as you turn to the set. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I told my husband, you need to lay out rat traps outside the house. Cause mm-hmm. if I see one in the house, I swear to God I'm moving. Like <laughs> I would not be in a house where there's a rat or no, I can't. I cannot. Mm-hmm. Be- I'm over here in tears, y'all. Like, <laughs>
0: If you could have a superpower, what would you want it to be? I would want to teleport.
3: <laughs> Didn't mm-hmm. we talk about this one last time?
0: Mm-hmm. I think we... I do no. this
3: question.
1: Okay. What would I want
2: to do? I don't oh, even right now. Off. Yeah, I think we touched based on it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> teleportation.
3: I can't remember what I said last time, though. Now I like, think I would want to uh, time That's I thought strongly
1: about it. <laughs> uh, I would want to teleport. Like on oh, some genie shit, I just
2: I you know, know snap your
1: like,
2: fingers where oh, yeah. you really wanna be. I
1: just wanna be a witch. I just wanna be a witch. That's it, cast yeah. spells and shit. And that's what I was thinking too. Like I feel <laughs> like, <laughs> like I would rather be like a
2: supernatural creature than yeah. Um, yeah. a superhero.
1: Like
2: yeah, a I'm witch. Be a let vampire me be some mystical, yeah. a mystical mystical yeah. character uh, yeah. creature character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a werewolf sure if would. it was like a twilight werewolf though. I know, right?
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: like some big old <laughs> Yeah. Vampire Diaries. Did
5: you
0: ever watch that? Uh-uh. (laughs) No. That was good. Yeah. Are you spontaneous or are you a planner? Or are you you a combination of both?
2: It depends. Mm -hmm. I'm a combination of both, yeah. It depends on what it is, where I'm going, who I'm with. Mm -hmm. That's what it really comes down to.
3: Who you're with is a big one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then where we're
2: going. Yes. And then the combination of them all. It just kind of depends that's the, true. Of the setting in the mm-hmm. in the person I'm with. I'm sitting here, like,
3: really spontaneous, though. And like, even to the point of, like, I don't like planning ahead. Like, if you ask me on a Monday to commit to something on Saturday, like, mm, I'll get back to you by <laughs> Thursday. Like,
2: <laughs> let me think on it. I'm like, more spontaneous when it comes down to myself. Yeah. yeah. If I know I don't have nothing coming up or something and I want to go somewhere... I'm gone. Ten to one, mm-hmm. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. If everything else around me is situated, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I'm spontaneous in that aspect. Mm-hmm. It has been spont like more so like like a plan spontaneous too. I know that mm-hmm. sounds crazy, but that shit's real. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: What are you passionate about?
0: Mm. Mine would be I'm passionate about equality, especially when it comes to like um, people with special needs. That's a big one for me. Yeah. Because I feel like when, especially children have disabilities, some teachers or just people in general try to put them down or put them into a little box We're like, oh, well, they're just going to work wherever one day and they're, they're not going to be able to do this. They're not going to be able to do that. You don't know what somebody with a disability can do. Yeah. So you shouldn't say stuff like that. So equality is huge for me and just in general, just not just with special needs people, but just in general. Mm -hmm. There's lots of things
3: that I feel passionate about, but I think the main thing that you see in my life is a dedication to, like, the next generation being better. Mm -hmm. So, like, anybody hurting children is going to make me, like, go off, you know, like, lack of education for them, like, kind of similar to what you were saying, too, um, and just, like, making them better than us, you know what I mean? I just want them to have more. I think, and if I narrow it down, then I definitely have to think about, like, African-American youth, because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the world has changed so much, and they really have the whole, like, they can do anything, like, like, real life, can yeah, they told us we could, and we did do some things, but, like, this generation, mm-hmm. like, there's nothing that can stop them, so.
0: What are y'all, are y'all passionate about anything?
1: Um, I would say... The thing that I'm probably most passionate about is just, like, I like to give, but I also like to help, hence why I'm in the field that I'm in. Mm -hmm. But, um, I like to be able to be there and help people through things. Like, the facility that I'm at now, um a lot of them can't do things for themselves. A lot of them can't really verbalize their needs and their wants. So I feel like I have to be there and like, okay, well, this person needs this. And then oftentimes I'm like, okay, well, can they wait? No. Like, you have to help them. Like, I I can't stand when someone can't do for themselves and there are other people around them that can help them out in doing it and just don't choose to.
0: I don't like that.
1: Yeah. And then, like, me and my husband, we talk a lot about, like, the veterans and how they, like, after they finish their term and they get out and they deal with the mental issues of the war, just being in the military and all these people with PTSD and just not getting the help that they need when the help is there. And I'm like, imagine how many of these homeless people that's out in... You know, sometimes, you know, you think, oh, he homeless, but maybe he's not really homeless. But then you look at people and you're like, well, you don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they go through. People with, like mental issues and stuff like that. I'm like, I wish that our system was set up better to help those in the military because they risk their lives, limbs, families. Like they risk so much and we do so little. A lot of that,
0: they just want to sit and them full of medicines, different mm-hmm. meds. That's they send them away. that
1: pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I go to the doctor, like, I I understand the whole idea of contraception, but I am so against birth control, y'all. Like, I just, I don't like it. And it's mainly because of my own experiences. But I feel like every time I go to the doctor and I say, oh, uh, all right, well, this is my issue. My cycles are irregular. Oh, well, how about birth control? No, I don't need birth control. My husband is he has a vasectomy, like, I'm not worried about getting pregnant. No, but it would regulate this. No, how about you try to figure sure. out the problem? Yeah, Get sure to the root of the problem and then try to correct that. Don't prescribe me any fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like, how about, you? Have, we have all of this technology and the first thing you think about is prescribing me a medication. No. So, I would say that's, that's the biggest thing that I'm passionate about. Like, I can't stand that. You have every means to help them. You have other alternatives to help. Mm-hmm. But the first thing you want to do is write a prescription. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest thing
3: to do. Mm-hmm. Requires the least amount of work.
1: Yep.
0: Marissa, do you have anything to add? Um, Stuff that you're passionate about or anything that you're passionate about?
2: I mean, the things that I am passionate um in is... kind of allowing myself to be a free form for the people that are around me. So I didn't really realize how I helped certain people around me with the words that I say or how I might say it, Um, certain things that I've been through, being able to give that type of advice and comfort to some people or just to kind of heal them in a way that I never thought that I could heal somebody. Mm -hmm. So I think me just being passionate about learning more of my craft and learning to be more open and healing the things that I still need to heal Mm -hmm. in order to help more people or to be able to be more helpful and resourceful in a lot of um, different areas. Mm -hmm. So I have many passions, but right now that that would be my passion. Yeah. Okay.
0: Right now we're going to take a question from a listener.
5: Uh, my question for the uh for the podcast is with the current state well first and foremost I'm not sure if everybody up here has kids or whatever but if you do with the current state of the country what has been the hardest part to teach your children about our current times
0: like what 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 has been the most challenging for you guys the information that you had to pass along I would say that with everything going on with black people People and the way Black people are treated, and my girls really have never got to experience racism in that um, instance. So, trying to explain to them what was going on, and that they have to be aware of being in certain environments, uh, what they're doing, who they're around, and how I hate to say it, but how Black people are viewed differently in. Mm -hmm. Can be treated differently, and just just talking about them and like with the protesting and uh, Trump, it was hard. And I know that when the presidential election was going on, and we were waiting to see who was going to be president, uh, my youngest was constantly texting me. Did they announce the president yet? Checking the news, checking the news. Like They were all freaked out. Everyone was freaked out. They did not want him to be president again. And I don't know. I just think it's sad that we, I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. That kids don't even have to worry about that type of stuff. I feel like it's harder having black children growing up in the decade they were in. Well, the situation that we're in now because of everything that's going on, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. i hope i went right with that
2: <laughs> you right yeah okay i mean yeah. i think it all kind of stems out of that like it's in this time now it is hard to it's hard to teach but it's not hard to teach because mm-hmm. it's everywhere yeah because mm-hmm. it's everywhere like we can't really pinpoint yeah. what exactly to teach it's kind of just like Dealing with things as they go, yeah, as they go, and kind of explaining it and being open about the topic when mm-hmm. we're w- while we're going through it, but also kind of giving that head... kind of like a heads up because it's like, did we really go through bad racial? I
3: feel like it's it was bad really. when we were growing up, but we weren't constantly shown mm. images of it. True, you know what I mean. Like, and that's what's happening now. The only reason it's big is because so we're reporting we recording everything. But, like, is it scary... So, I'm a non-parent, but, like, I'm wondering, like, is it scarier, though, almost, having to, like, rely on your ability to handle things after they happen, as opposed to being able to maybe prepare the kid, you know what I mean? Because now, like, with social media, you don't know what your kids are going to come home upset or asking about, like, you just have to be prepared to... It's a lot that goes on. I feel like our parents
1: were able to kind of, like... Shield us more. Mm, yeah. Not not mine. I, I grew up in the hood, so I then. But still, you're only able to see what you could see. It wasn't like you could open your phone and. That's true, but like, okay. So, <laughs> what my dad my dad did like a lot of illegal things that we're not gonna mention. And during those things, I was around, so I wasn't shielded from a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I do remember it was a particular time me and him were just walking to the store Mm -hmm. and he got stopped by the police. The police knew him by name because he was freaking being picked up. And the only reason why he didn't pick him up that day was because I was there and that specific officer's partner kind of stopped him. So, he stopped my dad and was talking to him. They were talking about whatever. And... Um, he was like, well, I should take your ass in right now. And he was like, well, I'm with my daughter right now. Like, let me at least just walk her to the house. And he was like, I don't give a fuck about your daughter. Oh, wow. So, at a young age, my view of certain situations kind of was already a little tainted. Like, growing up, I was afraid of the police.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I was afraid every time like if my parents got pulled over by the police, I would go into a panic. Because I was just I was always afraid. Like, I had to understand that not all cops were like that. Mm -hmm. And now, like, with things going on in the world now, like, I have to talk to my kids about um, being careful. And because a lot of their friends are Caucasian and of other races, I'm like, yes, I'm not saying y'all can't be friends. I was like, but in certain situations, you have to handle yourself differently. And I have to tell my son, Mm -hmm. you need to keep your attitude in check because you're always going to be seen as a threat. You're always going to be seen as aggressive.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. And he, for the most part, understands because they are very, like, aware of everything. Like, they're not on social media at all, but um, with a lot of the killings and it being on the news and them talking about it in schools and stuff like that he'll come home and he'll ask questions like well why did they do that he was just you know at about the the kid that got shot playing cops mm. and robbers like well, why did they do that and i'm like okay well too- this is why <laughs> you know so when we were here and we stayed in stayed in a cul-de-sac i was okay with him going to the park and playing nerf guns and everything but a lot of his friends would want to go into other neighborhoods, and I'm like, you can't go into Mm-mm. other neighborhoods and try to play these things because they don't know you. They don't know you. I was, and he's like, well, that's not fair. I was like, what you need to understand is life is not fair. I was like, it's not meant to be fair. I was like, in in school, I push for them to be. To want more for themselves and to be better than what they were last year. Because I'm like, oh, well, not that long ago, we weren't given the opportunity to have an education or have the same education as your Caucasian friends. Mm-hmm. And you need to take advantage of every single opportunity you get. So he he was kind of like thinking like he you can tell he is a thinker like his he'd get quiet. Mm mm-hmm he'd get real quiet and then the stuff that would come out of his mouth and I'm just like but you're only like at the time he was maybe seven and I'm like at seven I wasn't even thinking of stuff like the things that come out of his head and I'm like well this is what I want you to understand. One of the things that white America fears is a strong educated black man. Mm -hmm. And I was like so when you go out into the world I want you to kind of harnessed your anger i was like i don't want you to be fearful i was like you don't fear a goddamn thing i was like that is not what i'm instilling in you i was like you be strong you be confident and you stand your ground no matter what Mm -hmm. and i was like and if you ever get into a situation where you fear for your life just know that we gonna have your back regardless if anything happens to you i'm gonna fight for fight for you Mm -hmm into my very last breath I was like so I don't want you to have to worry about anything you go through life and you live your life the best way that you can and be free like I don't want you to have any restrictions I don't want you to feel like you're restricted at all I was like I want you to do whatever it is that you want to do so when we talk about like their goals like okay well I want to do I want to be a BMX rider I'm like okay and what else um so don't limit yourself. You can be a BMX rider.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So well, what else do you want to do? Well, I want to design cars. Okay, and what else? I was like, you have seven days in a week, twenty-four hours in a day. I was like, right now I work three days a week. Mm-hmm. That means I got four days to do something else. So I was like, technically I can have a whole other career and do other things. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't limit yourself. And I tell my daughter the same thing. I was like, don't let anybody belittle you. Don't let anybody talk down to you. I was like, and if you feel a certain type of way. You voice your opinion. You got a voice for a reason. I was like, don't let nobody hush you. Like, I can't stand that. You speak. I was like, you speak life into everything that you want to do. I was like, because you have the right to do that. And don't let nobody else tell you any differently. That's it. That's all I got.
2: <laughs> I like that, though. Yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. It is. Definitely. I feel like that's one of the, the best things that we can do right now is just make sure that we speaking life into our kids mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and like you said making sure that whether male or female that they're harnessing their their selves and their confidence and making sure that they're being um educated correctly and making sure that we're steering them in that direction to do better and not be the short change yep. yeah
0: be whatever they want to be do anything they want to do
2: mm-hmm. you guys have any closing thoughts live your fucking life man Yes, live your life to the best make sure you guys are Mm -hmm. staying on top of your education and your research and whatever else you decide to indulge in Mm -hmm. don't limit yourself except for that you know the spiritual sex shit you know I mean be careful with that shit (laughs) (laughs) gotta be careful with that don't be out here soul tying, soul tying yourself to to a soul that you don't need to be fucking tied to. okay? Mm, yeah, right that one. to cut to cut soul ties is a bitch. Say it mm-hmm. louder for the people in the back. For real, with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we are gonna go ahead and wrap this on up. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our Facebook account, and like our Instagram page at and Rhapsody Podcasts. Also, we might go live on Saturday for our 90s bust down. Whoop, whoop. So make sure you follow Melanin Rhapsody on Instagram. And we're going to go ahead and sign on out. This is Nastasha. This is Jay. This is Kita
2: And Carissa. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.
5: Me. Stuck inside your love cycle, I read your love bible We get the hood outings, we keep the hood smiling That pussy so wet out, though, ain't that just good timing I'm another that pussy, buy you boozy, get some red body We gonna have to bed rockin', take off them leg stockings. Are you trippin' I ain't gon' give for a baby that ain't poppin' She's safe for everybody I look at it like who everybody, you must be everybody, last name before with your everybody. party, a cheetah, uh, yeah. I'ma have legs in the air like, baby, I need ya, uh, yeah. need so stroke follow your spine, can't wait till I see ya, uh, yeah. diving inside of your ocean, don't need no breather. Put the tip in the t-shirt She don't fuck with no lame, She put me on game, nigga She tell me she hate me She got her own back, move from the She don't fuck with a nigga unless he make by all Nigga, she want rich sex She ain't the type to be dick-pressed She just want somebody who gon' treat her Like somebody kinda wish nobody ain't here Fuck with a nigga like me I'ma give her what she need I'ma give her what she want Uh, Deep strokes all of her chest I'ma breathe in her ass So she hear when I'm on it Don't think nobody cares But I'm there whenever she calls And just for her, i swing the block let off shot, I'm going all in You got me stuck inside
4: your love cycle